Hey guys, just before going to the actual episode, a quick announcement. So this episode is part of a small series that me and Mr. Jack decided to do about Airbnb, which is the most widely used platform by digital nomads to book their accommodation. I hope you find this series useful. Hey, hello. Welcome to the Nomad Tactics Podcast. Here we provide life-optimizing tips and systems for digital nomads. I'm your host, B, and I'm joined by the co-host, Jack. The episode today, it's all about how to save on Airbnb. I will start with a quick summary of the episode. First, me and Mr. Jack are going to talk about where this topic better fit in our broader digital nomad life system. After that, we will present the nine main ways in which you can save on Airbnb. Finally, we're gonna give our opinions to which of these nine main ways are the most relevant to save big on Airbnb. I hope you enjoyed the episode. So hello, Mr. B. Hello, Jack. So the topic of today is how to save on Airbnb. That's absolutely correct. So as usual, we should probably try to fit this topic into one of the steps of our system. Yep. And for the people who don't know our system, it is called the Digital Nomad Life System, mm-hmm. which is a six-step system mm-hmm. that aims to help people who go from a normal life mm-hmm. into a optimized digital nomad life. So where do you think this topic fit in? Yeah, Jack. So the topic today would very clearly fit the third step of our digital nomad life system. And this third step is called base research and arrangements. To summarize very quickly the idea behind this step. So after a nomad have decided the key variables regarding his new base, the new place in which he will live, he then needs to make some research and uh, make some arrangements about this new base. Of course, one of the main things that he needs to do when he's doing these arrangements is to find an accommodation, which most likely will be Airbnb. So saving on Airbnb makes total sense when you're making these arrangements. If you want a more comprehensive and detailed summary of what do we mean by the digital nomad life system, I think would be a very good idea for you, the listener, to listen to episode number two. Anyway, um, so let's go into the main topic of today, how to save from Airbnb. Mr. B, this seems to be like a really big topic, how we're going to present it and how we're going to divide it. Yeah, Jack. So as you said, this is quite a big topic. But what we did is we sat down a couple of days ago and we came up with the nine main ways in which we think someone can save on Airbnb. So yeah, I think the best way to do it is just we go through these nine main ways and then in the end we, we can provide our opinions about what is the most relevant ones. Okay, Mr. B, so what is the first one? All right, so the first way in which we have here to save on Airbnb is to 
try to negotiate the price with the host using the messaging feature on the Airbnb platform. So in a nutshell, what you're going to do here is rather than clicking to book the listing straight away, rather than simply selecting the dates and clicking to book, you're going to scroll down the listing and you're going to click on the button that allows you to contact the host. Um, dialog box is going to pop up and you're going to be able to put a message to the host. And in this message, you're going to ask for a discount. The good news is that me and Mr. Jack came up with uh, Airbnb negotiation script for you guys to follow that pretty much every time we're going to provide you some sort of discount. I mean, we sometimes get up to 40%, but of course it depends from case to case and host to host. How much are they willing to negotiate? So the second way is you should target a new Airbnb host or listing without any reviews. There are two reasons behind it. And the first one is the new hosts are probably still figuring out how much money they should charge for renting their property. And they are new to Airbnb. So sometimes their, their price will be lower than the market. And the second one is when renting a listing without any reviews, the owner will try to get their review fast. And uh, sometimes they will offer a 20% discount to their first customers. Yeah, and of course they do that because they want to have some sort of social proof. People saying, oh, this Airbnb is great. Then they're going to attract more customers. That's why they want this first review very fast. Anyway, speaking of reviews, if you enjoy listening to our podcast, Nomen Tactics Podcast, please make sure to leave a review on your listening platform. Yeah, that's right. That would be a huge help. We are a new podcast and every review is deeply appreciated. Okay, let's move on to the third way in which you can save on Airbnb, which is to look for gaps on the booking calendar for a certain property. So this hack, this tip wouldn't work for everyone in every circumstance. But if you are somewhat flexible in your travel dates, I think that could apply to you. So what you're basically doing here is you're trying to leverage a discount by looking at the property calendar and finding gaps in between two other bookings. And the reason why you're doing that is because usually these gaps between bookings are quite difficult periods to be rented out. Thus, if you find such gaps, you can message the, the host and say, look, uh, I can book out this, this period in which most likely you won't book out otherwise, and I would like a discount. So there is a, a higher chance the Airbnb host will be okay putting the price down for you. I see. So the fourth way of how to save on Airbnb is to adjust your payment currency. So most people will probably know now Airbnb is a international company and it does make sense for them to accept payment in different currency. But some people don't know is that when you change the currency of the payment, sometimes it will lower the price of your paying. As a rule of thumb is, you should always choose to pay the property using the local currency where the Airbnb is located. 
in order to change a currency, you should look for the currency option on the header or the footer menu of the Airbnb website. There are two reasons why changing the local currency will make the overall price cheaper. So the first one is conversion fee. You will avoid the 3% conversion fees that charged by Airbnb when converting among different currency. And the second one is the conversion rate. Uh, you will avoid also the Airbnb conversion rate and thus you will get a better conversion rate from the bank. Yeah, so as Mr. Jack said, instead of be using the Airbnb conversion rate, which tend to be quite unfavorable for you as a customer, you're going to be using the one from your bank or your credit card itself, which tend to provide better rates than Airbnb. Moving on to the fifth way in which you can save on Airbnb... This is to book very late. In other words, to look for what is called a last-minute discount. So this is kind of hard to plan out, to be like a strategy you're going to follow every time when you're booking Airbnb. But sometimes you, you simply find yourself going on a last-minute trip. And if that's the case, you can try to look for this last-minute discount. So some hosts set up this type of discount automatically using the Airbnb platform. So Airbnb allow hosts to uh, set up this discount where when it's very close to the check-in date and nobody booked, there will be an automatic discount applied when you are paying. And this discount is usually around 5 to 10%, so not a huge discount but it is something. Another point that is important to be said is that even if the host did not set this automatic last-minute discount offer, you can still try to, let's say, manufacture one manually by asking the host. So your aim here is to offer the Airbnb host the opportunity to rent his property as soon as possible, like that very same day or the next day. And tell him that you would like a discount because most likely he won't rent uh, for that date anyway. The advantage to the Airbnb host in this case is that he will be securing a rent and avoid the risk of having an empty property that does not make any money to him. And the advantage for you is, of course, that you are getting a Airbnb discount. Another variant of the last-minute technique that I just presented is also included in what I mentioned before, our Airbnb script. So if you want to check that out, go to the episode description and uh, find the link there to get our script. So the point number six, and uh, this might sound a bit strange for you guys, is to find a place with a kitchen and washing machine. So this is quite straightforward, um, but some people sometimes overlook it. In certain parts of the world, eating out every meal and using laundry machine outside can be quite costly. If we rent a place with kitchen and washing machine, you can save some money. So way number seven to save money is to book a stay for longer, um, aka you're looking for a long-term discount. So as I mentioned previously, Airbnb allows hosts to set special types of discount to its customers. Among these special types of discount, 
uh, semi-related to the length of your stay. So hosts can set weekly discounts or monthly discounts. Although these discounts are not required, most hosts provide them, especially these ones related to the length of your stay. And do not underestimate how big these discounts can be. Um, in the monthly discount, I believe you can get up to 40%. With that in mind, it's quite obvious that you should strive to stay long enough to qualify for one of these length of stay discounts, right? This long-term discounts. So the number of days to qualify for each type of discounts are the following. The weekly discount you're going to get if you stay from 7 to 27 days. And the monthly discount you're going to get if you stay over 28 days. Um, and just an important tip here is that sometimes it's better for you to book an Airbnb for longer then you will actually stay just to get the discount. So let me give you an example. If you only intend to stay 27 days in a place, you only qualify to the weekly discount. But let us imagine that the weekly discount is 10%. And also, let's assume that the monthly discount is 30%. In that case, it would make much more sense for you to book an extra day, even though you won't stay there after all, and get the monthly discount, which start to be applied after 28 days. So the tip number eight is saving on Airbnb by booking ahead of time, aka the early bird discount. So an early bird discount is usually applied when you make a booking 30 to 120 days in advance from the check-in. And keep in mind that this discount is dependent on the host so every listing can be different. But usually you can expect to get a 5 to 10% discount. And by the way, we keep mentioning a lot of different special discounts you can get on Airbnb. So it is important for you to know the special discount. You can have a lot of them at once. In other words, these special discounts we mentioned in this episode you can have them stack on top of each other if you qualify for lows. The final tip we're going to give today on how to save on Airbnb is the following. Watch out for extra fees and ask to cut them off. So the price you initially see when you search properties on Airbnb website is usually not the final price. To figure out the final price, you're going to need to go to the specific property in which you intend to rent and click on the booking button. And once you do that, apart from the price per night, Airbnb will show you some or all of the following fees that will add on top of the base price per night. So what I'm going to do now is to go over the main fees that might be added up and give a quick summary of those. But the first one is the cleaning fee. And this is the fee for cleaning the property once you check out. The second fee is what is called the service fee. It's how much Airbnb will charge, which is usually five to 20% of the booking price. It's Airbnb share, basically. Third is the extra guest fee. So depending on the number of guests you put when you are arranging the, the booking, this, there might be added an extra fee 
the more people you say are coming to the property. Fourth, there is sometimes local taxes and fees. These are the fees that apply to properties being rented out in certain regions or countries. And finally, you have the conversion fee. So this is the 3% fee Airbnb charges if you need a currency conversion in your payment. Okay, so these are the fees. Now let's talk about each of those and see which ones you can cut off and which ones you cannot. Starting with the cleaning fee. Cleaning fee, you can totally ask the Airbnb host to cut off. This is entirely up to him. You can tell him that he will keep the house very organized and clean, thus professional cleaning not being necessary once you leave the property. You can also point out to your positive reviews if you have those to support your claim, to show you are a good guest. So to avoid the extra gas fee, some people prefer to lie about the number of guests uh, that are going to the property and sneak in more people into the, the property, right? Um, this may work in many instances, but here at Nomad Tactics, we do not advise you to do that at all. Um, we think a much better approach is to simply ask the host uh, to cut out the fee altogether because it's totally arbitrary and, you know, there's no good justification for paying more money for having uh, extra people there. You know, most hosts, if you pressed them on it, they're going to cut the, the fee. So I don't think it's necessary to lie. The next uh, fee is the conversion fee. So this one we already cover. So Mr. Jack already said that you can cut this fee by choosing to pay using the local currency from where the Airbnb is located was one of the previous tips we gave in this podcast episode. So that one is easy to deal with. So at this point, you might be wondering, what about the service fee and the local taxes? Some nomads, some digital nomads try to avoid these fees altogether by negotiating with the host directly. So they send a message to the host and say, hey, look, let's uh, cut Airbnb out of the equation and let's negotiate outside the platform. We don't think that's a good approach. First of all, it's kind of unfair to Airbnb, which you won't be paying anything to the, the service and it's the platform that allowed you to find the property in the first place. And second of all, if you do that, if you negotiate outside the, the platform, you won't be protected by the insurance provided by Airbnb to all their hosts and guests. So at the end of the day, if something goes wrong, then you are on your own. In short, here at Nomad Tactics, we don't advise people to book outside the Airbnb platform. I see, Mr. B. So we have talked about nine ways of how to save on Airbnb. Yep. And among all nine, which one do you think is the best? So in my opinion, hands down, the one that you can save more money consistently is actually the first way in which we talked about it, which is to try to negotiate the price with the host using the messaging feature. So as you said, we have the script. If you follow, you can probably get quite juicy discounts. But apart from that, the, the other one is technique number seven, 
which is looking for long-term discounts, more specifically the monthly discounts. So since we are digital nomads, we tend to stay longer on places. Therefore, it's very easy to qualify for this monthly discount. So in my opinion, these two are the most relevant ones to save money consistently. What do you think, Mr. Jack? Yeah, I agree. Those two are really good. But I also like to ask the host to cut off some fees, like the cleaning fee and the extra gas fee. So you're successful? Yeah, sometimes a bit back and forth, but usually they would agree on that. Yeah, that's my experience as well. I see. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And please make sure to leave a review on your listening platform. After all, we are still a new podcast and we really appreciate every review you leave. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening.